let's talk about death, baby. Let's talk about how we're all dying. Because it's true. Um, hey. <laughs> hey, Star Seeds Rainbow here coming at you from the Rainbow Sparkle Palace in beautiful, sunny, muggy Kentucky. Um, and I got a, a bombshell yesterday so remember how my mom just died of pancreatic cancer three months ago I don't know why I'm laughing there's nothing funny about it um I'm trying to feel lighter about how shitty all of this is um and also like there I have this fucking sick dark humor I've always had this dark humor it's like this sarcastic like pessimistic darkness um I feel like it's probably carried me through some things so to the point um so my mom survived breast cancer in 2007 they caught it early very early partial mastectomy radiation she had to be on medicine for fucking ever I mean it sucked it sucked but um she was lucky um compared to a lot of women who have to deal with that and Around that time, they discovered, they tested her for two of these genes. They're called BRCA genes, breast cancer genes. They tested her for BRCA1 and BRCA2. She had BRCA2. And they said, that's what fucking caused your breast cancer. And that can also cause ovarian, skin, and pancreatic cancer. Actually, I don't know if they even knew at that time. I don't know if they knew at that time that it could cause pancreatic cancer because... last year when she, I mean she was presenting symptoms in 2018 and her doctors didn't pick up on it um, and I could go this is like a whole nother episode on um, the insufficiencies and incompetence and fucking malpractice of doctor after doctor um, throughout her ordeal I mean if some things had been different if some people had paid better attention um, if there'd been better communication and if doctors had asked pertinent questions she might still be here today yeah um does that enrage me fuck yeah it does um but we're not talking about that today um and maybe we'll get into it later so at that time 2007 both my sisters had insurance they got tested around that time neither of them had it my aunt my mother's sister also got tested she didn't have it my grandmother my mom's mom who knows if she had the gene But she did have breast cancer. That was not what killed her. She survived breast cancer, but she died at age 60. Um, My mom died at age 61 this year. And so, thanks to COVID, I have gotten Medicaid, and you already know what I'm about to fucking say. Turns out I have the fucking gene. Um, As of yesterday, I learned that. And what does that mean? Um... That means that my risk of breast cancer goes from general general population being a risk of 12% of getting breast cancer. And now, because I have this gene, what they're saying, my risk is 84%. Um, and there's a significant increase in the other three cancers I mentioned, skin, pancreatic, and ovarian. I don't recall the numbers on that. I don't know if they even gave me numbers. But it means that... Um, the option to either have an MRI once a year and then alternately every six months have 
a mammogram or the safest option, which my, my geneticist has confirmed with me twice, the safest option is to have my breasts removed and hopefully reconstruction would be available. Um, I love my body the way it is. Um, there's like it's just, I don't even need to justify, I'm not going to justify it. Obviously, I want to keep my, like, half breasts. Um, and the other thing is, they would like to take my ovaries um, as soon as I tell them, no, I don't want to have children, or I happen to magically have a child of my own, and then I don't want to have any more. But, like, ASAP, they want to take my ovaries. Um, and as far as the skin and pancreatic stuff, I don't know, more will be revealed um, last I heard, but like before they knew that I had it, they would start screening me for it at age 50. Like before they knew that I had the gene, just like knowing that I had it in my family history, they would start screening me for it at age 50, which I don't know, seems insufficient for me because I don't know anyone who's, um, been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and it's been at any earlier stage than four, four being like, oh shit, you have like a year left to live. Um, like a horrific year full of failed chemo attempts and like ICU visits and like nearly dying and like fucking torture nightmare. Um, yeah, that's what my mom went through, you know? And, um, so (sighs) death. Um, so my first album had so many themes of death throughout it. And I think, um, that was like a pivotal point in my life. I was like 32, 32. Um, I started writing those songs shortly after an acquaintance. She was like a member of the community. She died at age 23, five months pregnant with her two-year-old and her partner at the dinner table. Um, aneurysm, brain aneurysm. And I just like became more aware, like more conscious of, and more accepting of the fact that I could die any day. And I mean, honestly, when I was in middle school, like I was obsessed with suicide and death. Like I was one of those, I was one of those girls. Um, I didn't, I didn't dress goth except for like once, um, goth for a day. It was like part of a school spirit week or something, but otherwise outwardly I was like what they call a prep you know but um not popular (laughs) not no not really popular at all um but I sure think I think I wanted to be anyway um so you know I was thinking about death and reading about death and thinking about suicide and and um yeah then that thing happened at 23 and then my mom's death happened and it's I've just become like my sister was telling me yesterday she feels like even even having not having the gene she still feels like since mom died she feels like she could die from cancer at any day and I'm like yeah I get that like not necessarily cancer for me but I've been ever since mom died I'm just like yeah we're all gonna fucking die like anytime and my favorite quote of all time is from my dad uh which is none of us are getting out of here alive none of us are getting out of here alive I fucking love that Um, it's so dad to me. It's so dramatic. It's so true. It's so pessimistic. Like that's where I get my, my drama and my pessimism from is my dad. Um, and my optimism comes from mom for sure. She's a little sunshine girl, but 
like now, I, I feel like three, three months, three months in a week, I think, we're at three months in a week, almost three months and almost three and a half months since mom died. It'll be three and a half months on Monday. Um, I feel like I'm getting to the point where like her death is making, like the pain of her death is somehow starting to make life sweeter in ways. And like this fucking horrific goddamn diagnosis of like having this fucking gene also makes it sweeter in some ways. It also definitely triggers the like petrification of being in a body that just ruled January for me this year, like the total breakdown that I had and fear of being in a body and just being petrified of being human and really not understanding how people aren't running around like screaming at the top of their goddamn lungs because it's fucking terrifying to be human and it's dangerous to be alive and it's like just scary um yeah that's I'm also feeling that um but amid that amid that like I went to the gym yesterday and worked out safely with, uh, well, relatively safely with um, the garage bay door open and the huge workout room and like 15 women in there, maybe maybe 15, um, d- dancing, you know, like Zumba kind of stuff. And the last song that they played was Bob Marley's, um, I think it's called Three Little Birds, but every little thing's gonna be alright, alright, no worries about the thing every little thing no it's gonna be all right all right and I was like oh that's like it felt like mom a message from mom you know it's like she wasn't ever a huge Bob Marley fan she's a huge parrot head huge Jimmy Buffett fan huge into anything Caribbean but I just felt like it was a message from her and I felt immediately so much better like it was just turning point for me And I just, like, felt like, okay, like, I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose because I know intellectually and in my spirit that when I choose to believe that everything's going to be okay, I make better fucking decisions. And and also, like, felt keenly the battle. Um, Love versus fear. Illusion versus truth. And it's, it's not provable. Like I can't prove if any of my fears are real, um, except like in retrospect, like, oh, that scary shit that I was afraid was going to happen. It happened, you know, like I was afraid mom was going to die and she died. Like I was afraid I was going to have this fucking diagnosis and I have it. Um, but, but if I choose to be afraid of what's going to happen in the future, I 100% legit all the time will make a a bad decision like a worse choice and be of less use to people around me um because I'm not going to be uplifting them and we're going to be living in fear and that's like a small place to be that's a small place to come from it um yeah it's just it's a I don't I don't like the way that I feel when I'm afraid it feels horrible it feels like I want to fucking die because I can't even take it just like I won't, I won't share with you, um, all the details because they're just horrifying, but like, yeah, the, the ripples, the repercussions of that mushroom trip and, and 
like January and those demons I was battling, like they do keep popping up, but I have to choose to be grateful for all the beauty that's around me. And like, I'm not fucking dead. I don't have cancer. Like I'm alive. I have a day, a beautiful day off work at my home, plenty of money in my bank account, beautiful people listening to my voice, like on the internet, a lot of whom I don't even know. Cool. Thank you. (laughs) Cool to reach out to you. Like I have my three amazing cuddly ass kitties that are so snuggly. I have a fuck ton of food in my house right now. It's a gorgeous day. There are friends and family who love me and I have art to make. Like I'm, I'm finishing this fucking record. Um, partly because I'm pretty sure I'm going to die and I don't want to die not having finished this record. Um, no, the chances of me dying from cancer, like within the the next year, even 10, I think are are pretty fucking low, especially if I have these surgeries. So like, don't worry. Okay. I've certainly got at least like 15 more years. Certainly. Um, but this happened just diving in so much deeper to my spirituality and performing a lot of spells and studying witchcraft like more than I ever have um I've gone through phases of spell work and really honestly this shit started when I was 12 I was thinking back on like my witchy history and I was 12 when I had my first seance with my friends and started talking about magic with a k um we were we were <laughs> pretty dark kids. Um, yeah, we were dark. Uh, drinking, what was it, Jim Beam and Mountain Dew and, like, eating strawberries dipped in sugar at the fucking graveyard and, like, trying to dig to touch the casket, like, and having a seance in the fucking graveyard. Like, what the fuck? At <laughs> 12 years old. Um course we didn't know what we were doing but it was it was entertaining (laughs) I'll tell you that um but now like yeah I, I I'm finding it supportive and also I'll share a little resource with you um do you know what aminos are it's an app um and each one each amino is like it's like a Facebook, but it's very topic specific. And every post is not just like, listen what this stupid person did to me today <laughs> or look what I'm eating. It's a well-researched blog post. So they're kind of journalistic and they like have resources at the bottom. And, um, so this one is pagans and witches. I mean, I was, I'm, I'm on that. You can find me on it if you want. I think my, my handle is rainbow star music. Um, can chat connect and they're just like I've been really getting into storm magic and of course moon magic and um adornment before I perform a spell and like I made a pentagram this morning to add to this like natural mobile that's protecting my home and um just it it feels so good like in part because it's something to do but also because my magic has almost always worked like when I'm trying to will manifest something, which is the 
the term that I use because I prefer to say woman manifest than manifest. Um, I will claim, I will reclaim the balance at any point possible, um, any and every point. But it works. Like all the spells that I've tried to do to to manifest something have have worked. Um, sex magic also I will throw that out there that's a real thing that is not just a badass fucking red hot chili pepper song okay I am obsessed with red hot chili peppers by the way if you didn't know that um obsessed (laughs) totally recommend there's not an album of theirs that is not fucking off the chain um they're amazing Anthony Kiedis oh please come be my lover anyway um but no, Sex Magic is not just a Red Hot Chili Pepper song. It's a real thing. Um, using the power of orgasm to will manifest that which you desire. And it fucking works. It works. So be careful what you wish for. By the way, uh, disclaimer, do not fucking do love spells. That shit doesn't work. That doesn't work. Like, don't, don't ever try to work magic to, like, make someone else do something. Protection for other people? Cool. But, like for example, not that I'm speaking from experience, but don't ever try to do magic to make someone not go back to their ex-girlfriend. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, or any, anything of the sort. (sighs) Okay. I think, I think that's enough verbal vomiting for today. (laughs) Some call it podcast. I am going to call it verbal vomit. Um, I love you and I would love to hear from you last I checked, I think there's a total of like 25 people listening to my podcast, which is cool. Um, but I don't even know who the, who are you? Who are you? Um, you can email me podcast at rainbowstarmusic.com podcast at rainbowstarmusic.com. Did you catch that podcast at rainbowstarmusic.com the power of three. Um, yeah, tell me, tell me what you think about this. Tell me what your experiences are. Tell me what this brings up for you. I love connecting, especially right now, um, when COVID has created a a fear of others, um, like none we've ever seen on this planet. I think it's, uh, yeah, these are, these are interesting times. Things are getting better and better. And worse and worse, faster and faster all the time, as they say. But um, just have to fucking hold on and choose to keep believing that all is well and all is well and all manner of things are well. And have to choose to keep believing that things are going to work out for good. And, and for me also, like, choosing to keep believing that there's a benevolent, omnipotent energy flowing through all things. And that the horrific shit that happens and that like the horrors that I that I fear um, are illusion I mean I certainly need to continue to take steps to protect myself Um, I'm all about that like work your magic have your gun learn fucking jujitsu learn self defense like keep keep your guard up when you're out like be aware follow your intuition when people seem like not safe get the fuck out or like punch them in the throat if you need to do that very effective by the way it's a fabulous move any any day of the week any day of the week that that will end confrontation immediately and it may end in death and theirs not yours 
Um, so that's the disclaimer there. Um, yeah, I did just tell you how to kill someone. Um, I hope this doesn't come back on me, but, uh, yeah, I think that's all I got for today. Um, would love to hear from you and we're all gonna die (laughs) i'll just leave with leave you with that and so like may we fucking live our lives as though that's the case because it is the goddamn case like i feel like we all walk around with this illusion like this this in a fog like this is gonna be forever nothing is permanent nothing is permanent nothing not the shit nor the shine not the things we love or the things we hate like it's all gonna pass away and um, we just have to like live our lives as if these are the like the only chances that we have like today because not a single damn one of us has promised another day I mean the fact that brain aneurysms exist is testament to that like any of us could fucking drop dead while we're listening to this podcast like (laughs) I could die before I post this shit seriously and and may we use that knowledge to like perpetuate our goals and dreams and like fuel us to just live our fullest just live it to the fullest Um, may we live as if we are dying because we are (laughs) we're also living at the same time like both both things are true at the same time um anyway yeah thanks for listening love you much stay fierce stay sparkly you fucking badass p.s and it's a rather important p.s indeed Musings from the Rainbow Sparkle Palace is financed almost entirely by your generous contributions. If you're gleaning valuable info from this podcast and would like to give back, I invite you to visit rainbowstarmusic.com podcast. Scroll down till you see the button that says buy rainbow some time and you can quickly via PayPal send some money to this podcast. And I thank you so much. It means the world to me that this podcast means something to you.